I know how overwhelming it is trying to research for information on diabetes on the internet. Being told to eat healthier sounds so fake. Everywhere you look, there's conflicting information or people trying to sell you vitamins or supplements, and it can feel really hard to figure out what to do, what's true, and what's not. Look no further because we're here to present you the hard facts specifically when it comes to diabetes. My name is Charmaine and I'm the registered dietitian that helps people reverse type 2 diabetes. And my name is Galia. I'm a coach in the Reversing Diabetes program specializing in exercise. Today, we're going to talk about insulin resistance and plant-based nutrition, breaking the cycle of insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is a condition where cells don't respond properly to insulin, causing elevated glucose levels in the bloodstream. This state, characterized by poor biological insulin response, is often linked to hyperinsulinemia, where increasingly greater amounts of insulin is released in the attempt to maintain normal blood sugar. Over time, the pancreas can't produce enough insulin to keep blood sugar stable, leading to type 2 diabetes. Insulin resistance is also associated with metabolic syndrome and cardiovascular diseases, typically precedes the diagnosis of type 2 diabetes by 10 to 15 years. So what are the causes of insulin resistance? Increased intramuscular fat, increased fatty acid metabolites, and excess body weight in the form of visceral fat. It is thought that insulin resistance potentially starts in myocytes, in other words, muscle cells. Immune-mediated inflammatory changes in muscle cells, coupled with an excess of free fatty acids, are thought to lead to ectopic lipid deposition. What this means is the excess storage of lipids, fats, in key metabolic organs, such as the muscle and the liver. This disrupts glucose uptake in muscle cells, causing excess glucose to return to the liver or to stay in the blood. Now, the glucose that returns to the liver increases and also circulating free fatty acids further aggravating insulin resistance by contributing to this cycle of lipid deposition and increased glucose in the blood circulation. And let's look at some studies that support this. In a study conducted by Glova, there is a comparative study between a vegetarian diet and a conventional diabetic diet. And the vegetarian diet is composed of 60% of calories from carbohydrates, 15% from proteins, and 25% from fats. And in the control diet, it's the diabetic diet, it has 50% of energy from carbohydrates, so slightly less carbohydrates than the vegetarian diet, 20% from protein, and less than 30% of calories from fat. There were 74 patients with type 2 diabetes divided into experimental and control groups, which the experimental was the vegetarian diet. And 43% of those on a vegetarian diet reduced diabetes medication doses compared to 5% in those in the control group. So that's a lot. 43% of those in the experimental group versus 5% in the control group. And then the experimental group, which is the vegetarian diet, it showed a greater decrease in body weight, actually average of 6.2 kilograms of weight loss compared to the control group of 3.2 kilograms of weight loss, which is almost double of what the control group is. 
And there's a significant increase in insulin sensitivity in the experimental group, 30%, compared to the control group, 20%. And in the vegetarian diet, it's found that it's associated with reduced visceral adipose tissue volume, and it has positive effects on the abitonectin and oxidative stress markers. And it's concluded that a vegetarian diet alone or with exercise is more effective in reducing insulin resistance than a conventional diabetic diet. Taking a look at another study comparing vegetarianism and non-vegetarian pattern of eating, in 391 female vegetarians and 315 non-vegetarian Buddhist women from Taiwan, it was found that the vegetarian women had a lower BMI, a smaller waist circumference, lower fasting glucose levels and lower fasting insulin levels when compared to the non-vegetarian women. The vegetarian women also showed lower total cholesterol and lower LDL cholesterol levels when compared to the non-vegetarian women. It was found that the women following a vegetarian pattern of eating had better insulin sensitivity levels associated with lower HOMA levels. Now, when we talk about HOMA, we are talking about a method of quantifying an individual's insulin resistance levels. So the HOMA levels of vegetarian women were lower than that of the women who were following a non-vegetarian pattern of eating. So overall, vegetarianism was associated with better lipid profiles, lower risk of insulin resistance, and lower risks of metabolic syndrome. Talking about women vegetarians, there's another study that compared female vegetarians to omnivorous women. And what they found was that vegetarians had significantly lower fasting insulin levels and lower HOMA index values than omnivorous women. And what they found was that their pancreatic beta cell function, which is indicated by the HOMA2 index, was significantly higher in subjects on a plant-based diet compared to those consuming meat products. And it's important to improve your beta cell function because those are the cells responsible for insulin production. So this concludes that a vegetarian diet has a positive effect on improving beta cell function as indicated by the higher HOMA2 values. Looking at one final study conducted by Kilova, this was a randomized control trial assessing the effects of a low-fat vegan diet. The study included 244 participants with 122 in the intervention group following a low-fat vegan diet and 122 in the control group continuing on their regular diet over a 16-week period. Participants in the intervention group, those following a low-fat vegan diet, experienced a significant weight reduction of 5.9 kilograms on average. HOMA insulin resistance index was lower in the vegan group and the predicted insulin sensitivity index increased. This is to say that the individuals following a low-fat vegan diet were able to improve their insulin sensitivity levels as a result of the diet they were following. The low-fat vegan diet also positively affected lipid levels, reducing hepatic cell lipid amounts by 34.4% and the intracellular lipids by 10.4%. No significant changes in the lipid levels were observed in the control group, those following their standard diet. 
So this study confirms the positive effects of a plant-based diet, not only on body weight, but also insulin resistance and lipid levels, two of the biggest struggles of people with type 2 diabetes. I love this study. It's done by Kolova and actually have seen her in person at a conference and I was fangirling. And this is all to conclude that plant-based diets offer positive effects on insulin resistance and various health indicators such as body weight, body fat, BMI, and lipid profile parameters. They are suitable for people of all ages and health conditions, and research suggests that emphasizing plant-based foods and reducing animal products can lead to lower insulin resistance and a decreased risk of prediabetes and type 2 diabetes. All of this being said, increasing the amount of plant foods in your diet can help you improve your insulin sensitivity, which directly affects your overall health and blood sugar. All in all, eat your plants and let the rest take care of itself. And if you like what you heard in this episode and can spare 60 seconds to give us a great review so that the podcast can reach more people, we'd really appreciate it as it can help us change many more lives.